the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon to West Central Florida. Are you all bundled up this afternoon? Tell you what, it was very chilly up here in Tallahassee last night. Uh, those of you just tuning in, we're broadcasting live from the state capitol this afternoon. And I had a very early committee meeting over in the Florida Senate, in the Florida Senate Rules Committee, bright and early at 8.30 a.m. And I can tell you that about uh, quarter to 8, 8, as I was walking from the parking garage uh, across the street to the Capitol, it was cold, about 22 degrees with the wind chilled. And so last night was uh, chilly, chilly, chilly indeed. Right now we are experiencing a balmy 57 degrees uh, in Tampa, in the heart of our west central Florida uh, listening area. It's 59 degrees. Looks like that uh, uh, guys down there are going to get uh, around about 53, so certainly not as cold as it was uh, tonight, but um, it is flat out cold. And it's interesting because um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of different species that doesn't really have an idea about what's going on. In fact, uh, at breakfast this morning at the hotel. I overheard a party talking about the fact that somewhere they had heard in one week, Florida has uh, gone through all four of their normal seasons, be it uh, winter, summer, spring, fall, et cetera, et cetera, with um, not only the temperatures, but a little bit of rainfall, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, maybe one of the uh, animals that... Uh, should never have been released into Florida to begin with. If you've ever been down to the Glades, ever been down to um, any of the Keys, South Florida, you know that we have um, we have a, a species that's not supposed to be here. Now I'm not talking about um, um, the pythons, which we have a serious problem with the pythons, not only down on the Everglades, but Apparently, there is some evidence that uh, they have moved um, 
a little bit north uh, into Lake Kissimmee and some other areas, well, they're a problem as well and would not suspect that they're going to be moving around as much on a cold day like this. But uh, Miami experienced record temperatures uh, going back about, what, 20 years? And they have these species that um, you might have also been hearing about that the state of Florida needs to get eradicated from our outdoor wildlife areas. And uh, they're iguanas. And iguanas cannot function in any kind of uh, cold air. Now, iguanas like to hang out in the trees. Now, we, we recorded this once before, but uh, I um, uh, have read some curious accounts of today that last night, what happens is the iguanas are in the trees, then it gets so cold they can't move, and then when they can't move or they can't uh, hold on, they end up falling out of the trees. And they're just laying on the ground because they can't move. Well, uh, also read that uh, apparently in some sectors of our international cuisine from Miami and South Florida, that there are people who like to eat the meat of uh, iguanas. And uh, I also read that uh, some uh, entrepreneurial individual uh, or individuals were busy out gathering and harvesting the, the cold, stunted iguanas off the ground. And um, I guess they're going to be in iguana soup before it's too long. But uh, nonetheless, a um, little bit too cold for the little green uh, four-legged creatures that looks like something that has come out of uh, uh, the Galapagos Islands. Um, always reminds me of um, Mr. Darwin, who did a lot of work on um, unusual species and specimens, and uh, didn't quite uh, understand and get the full picture. The full picture in terms of the theory of um, evolution, but nonetheless, it's a it's a theory, and uh, there are other theories out there as well. Well, let me ask you a question. Did any of you listening today, did you stay up to about, it was about 20 minutes to 2 this morning. Anybody stay up till uh, 1.40 a.m. this morning because you were so drawn in to the arguments over the rules of the impeachment trial? You were so drawn in as they were deciding witness by witness if they would be called to the Senate? I mean, did anybody stay up? I doubt whether anybody listening to my show stayed up until the bitter end. And in fact, probably most of you, if you were home and not on on some sort of assignment last night, You know, if you're really hardcore conservatives, hardcore social conservative, hardcore Christian worldview person who's very concerned about the direction of this country, I'm sure you might have popped over a couple of times to hear what was uh, what was happening. But um, you didn't stay there long. Now, if you thought yesterday 
It was a great 12 hours plus for you to take a nice long nap. Now, today is the day you really ought to tune in. Yesterday, they talked about the rules. Well, they voted on the rules, and they uh, talked about and voted on potential witnesses. We'll have more to say about drilling down on yesterday's activities when we get to the 4 o'clock hour when we're joined by uh, those uh, listeners on our answer platform. Uh, but uh, suffice to say that the, the House prosecutors, which are the Democrats who have marched over from the more raucous House of the two chambers of the U.S. Congress, well, as predicted, as the political philosophers um, had um, uh, the forward um, ability to see what was going to happen, well, they, they lost on all counts yesterday. So if yesterday wasn't boring enough for you, now right now you might know who Adam Schiff is only because you listen to this program and you're involved. I guarantee you that most of the nation has no idea who Adam Schiff is. He was just on Jeopardy a couple of days ago, and none of the contestants could pick him out of a lineup and even know what he did. But anyway... If you watched any of the House impeachment, now you couldn't have seen the first few weeks under Adam Schiff because that was in that secret House bunker underneath the Capitol. And um, I think the best description of that was nobody was allowed in. The president wasn't allowed in. His lawyers weren't allowed in because they were hearing testimony from witnesses. And quite frankly, they wanted to have a, a little bit of a preview to see if any of those witnesses, once they gave their testimony, would be ready for prime time when they bring in Jerry Nadler and let him have a little bit of the show, to, the the little show me trial in the Senate, uh, excuse me, the House Judiciary Committee. But um, well, guess what? Today and tomorrow is going to be all of the discussion. All of, in my opinion, the very weak points that were brought out uh, over just a handful of weeks in the House, they are going to repeat every bit of that. Well, let me say, Adam Schiff so far, in today's marathon session, this session is supposed to go to 1 o'clock again this morning, But they are repeating almost every line, every verse of anything that was said by any of the committees or the House uh, prosecutors when this was being um, conducted in the House. They're repeating it all over again. And Mr. Schiff made it very clear that, well, I don't know if all of the senators had a chance to see all the testimony or hear all the testimony hear all the allegations. Maybe there's people watching that didn't get a chance to see it. Now, he was talking to the two people nationwide that was tuned in. I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, now they're going to repeat everything. So um, our senators are going to have to sit in those seats, and they can't move. And the sergeant of arms came in today at 1 o'clock again and reminded them that if they talk, move, you know, chew or whatever, they're subject to being thrown in prison. 
and the instructions were just that colorful and just that vivid because uh, when they say they're going back to the rules of impeachment uh, from, you know, the founding fathers and three previous impeachments, uh, they're pretty uh, they're pretty on the mark uh, for uh, sustaining that. So um, today they're going to be restating the case. And um, I just can't imagine, and of course I'm plugged in, you're plugged in, and I'm here in Tallahassee and involved with the committee process today. We'll talk about that here in a moment on parental consent for minors seeking an abortion. But um, I can only I can only think about what the rest of the country must be thinking. I mean, such a colossal waste of time. Tomorrow I'll be commenting on the first day and my something to think about. But just remember this. Those of you who are wise, practical people, it would take two-thirds of the Senate to remove this duly elected president from office. It's about, what, 66, the magic number, something like that. Now, remember that with the current makeup of senators that are, that are, out, that, that are Democrats and, and Republicans, it would take about, what, 20, 22 Republicans to well, cross the aisle or 22 to flip and say, yeah, we're going to vote our president out. That was never going to happen, never going to happen from day one. And that's why tomorrow I asked the question, when's somebody going to ask the big question, the important question? How much has this shenanigan actually cost from the day it started to the day it ends? How much of your taxpayer dollars, how many of my taxpayer dollars? That's the question. Going to take a break. Bottom of the hour, Jordan Rayner. Tampa resident, friend, talk about his new book, Master of One. Don't miss that. He's got some great advice on how you should focus on, well. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, talks about timeshare cancellation. If I could help everybody that has been lied to when buying a timeshare, I would. But the honest truth is I can't. And those that are telling you that they can without knowing the specifics of your timeshare, well, they're lying too. But if you were misled when buying a timeshare, if you were told your timeshare was a great investment or your maintenance fees would never go up, I might be able to help. Ten years ago, I was sued for millions of dollars by a timeshare giant in federal court with everything to lose my home my money my kids future but i fought i won because i fought for what was right helping folks that have been lied to cancel their timeshare unfortunately we can't help everyone but i guarantee you if we take you as a client we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing call wesley now for your free information kit 800-515-1771 800-515-1771 800-515-1771 one of the joys of a christian cruise is the people you meet along the way i'm alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to alaska you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers be able to worship with grammy award-winning laura story so join me august 30th to september 6th 2020 for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. 
2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hey, we're here at Breaking News. Uh, get to that in just a moment, reminding you that the Ladies' Night Out is uh, coming up. And, ladies, have you got your reservation in? That's going to be on the evening of Thursday, March the 5th. And uh, that's our annual night for the ladies that's all about food, all about fun, and all about faith. And uh, every year these events are just uh, over the top. Uh, Sherry Brandell is going to be with us this year. She's a Christian speaker. She's a fashion editor and a professional image consultant. A little bit different twist this year. Come on out and uh, have a chance to uh, interact with her, and not only a bunch of ladies are going to have a great time. Now, tickets are only $10 apiece. This is a good time to get all the ladies of your Bible fellowship, maybe some of the ladies in your church. Bring a group on out. Come as a group. Uh, you get a chance uh, to have some uh, hors d'oeuvres. You'll have a chance to uh, visit a lot of interesting booths. We're going to have food trucks there as well, and it's going to be a great, great, great night. Now, reminding you that there is a venue change this year. This year, it's going to be in Temple Terrace. That's right. It's going to be at Mission Hill Church, 10,002 North 56th Street. That's 10,002 North 56th Street, Temple Terrace. That's Mission Hill Church. And put that on your calendars right now for the very late afternoon and evening on Thursday, March the 5th. Again, reminding you that coming up in a moment, uh, my friend Jordan Rayner is going to be with us. He hails from right here in Tampa. Talking about his brand new book, Master of One, Find and Focus on the Work You Were Created to Do. Now, this is all about slowing down. This is all about not doing a thousand things, you know, in a mediocre fashion. This talks about doing one or two things that God has called you to do and to do them very excellently. Here's the breaking news. Uh, The Trump administration apparently has some new visa restrictions that are going to be published and coming out. And have you ever heard of birth tourism birth tourism birth tourism is uh it's a problem in this country because there are pregnant women from all around the world especially if they have the money the finances and the resources they will travel to the united states just before their baby is due to come to term so that they're here in the United States when their baby is born here in the United States because that want, they want the baby to have American citizenship. So 
birth tourism, if you haven't heard about it, it is a very real um, phenomenon. And the main thing is uh, the question about citizenship, but then they could have, uh, again, a U.S. Um, passport. Well, Mike Pompeo over at the State Department, his, um, his department uh, is uh, going to put out some rules um, tomorrow. And um, the rules are going to make it more difficult if a woman is pregnant to come to America, to travel to an Amer- to, to America on a travel tourist visa. Now, we don't know the details. This is kind of being, being leaked out a little bit, but they would have to clear an additional hurdle before obtaining the visa to visit. They would have to prove or convince uh, an officer in the counselor's office, uh, not counselor like a um, uh, high school counselor. We're talking about the counselor, C-O-N-S-U-L-A-R, consular office, that they have another legitimate reason to come to the U.S. except that their baby is about to be born. Now, uh, the Trump administration has uh, been involved with uh, limiting uh, various different forms of immigration, but the birthright citizenship, which I mentioned earlier, is that anyone born in the U.S. is considered a citizen under the Constitution. Well, that has been abused, certainly abused more as of late. And um, the question is, I believe the president would like to end that, but it's in the Constitution. If it's in the Constitution, that's not going to be very easy to do. Um, But one of the ways they can combat this a little bit is through the tourist visas and uh, uh, especially a tourist visa for a woman who is pregnant. And, uh, by the way, I, I believe that we're going to learn tomorrow that a woman could, in fact, be stopped at the border by our Border Patrol officers. And I'm just reporting the news. Just by looking at her, they may determine that she may be pregnant um, and coming into the country. Now, Right now, they're not asking any of those questions when there are visa interviews being conducted about women who want to come in. They're not asking if she's pregnant or expect to be uh, pregnant. And um, so this is going to be uh, not only a new wrinkle, but I'm sure you're going to be hearing a lot of this in the in the coming days. It's a big business here in America. Um, if uh, you travel regularly to some of the... Uh, major suspects uh, countries in this uh, there are companies that run big ads um, and sometimes uh, if you are a woman that wanted to come to the US and have your baby here sometimes the the ticket the fee to do that can be high as high as eighty thousand dollars that's eighty thousand dollars now what they'll do is they'll set up the flights, they'll set up the hotel rooms, they'll set up the medical care. I mean, this is an organized business to come and have your child be a U.S. citizen and to have that coveted U.S. Uh, passport. So 
there's a lot of women that come in from China, a lot of women that come in from Russia, and um, we know that those are two of the countries that have been abusing uh, our Constitution, uh, at least in that way. And um, there have been some scattered areas where these um, organizers have been arrested uh, for um, putting together the packages for folks to uh, come into the country. Now, it's estimated that in 2012, about uh, 36,000 women who came here pregnant on a visitation status, about 36,000 women gave birth. And as soon as they gave birth and certified the birth here on American soil, uh, then they returned to their home countries. So the idea wasn't even for them to live here, um, and uh, that is creating a problem. So that is the breaking news this afternoon, and I'm sure that we'll have uh, more to report on that in a moment. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you feel like you have too many irons in the fire? Do you feel like you don't know how to prioritize? Have you ever thought about making your life simple and maybe that's what the Lord would have you to do? Jordan Rayner is going to be talking about that. His brand new book, Master of One, that's next on the Bill Bunkley Show. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. Senate has begun hearing opening arguments in President Trump's impeachment trial. Democratic House managers have begun making their case that President Trump abused his presidential power and should be removed from office. Earlier in the day, the president dismissed the proceedings, which are now in recess. The four senators seeking the White House have been pulled off the presidential campaign trail and into the Senate as jurors in the president's impeachment trial. They can't ask questions or talk to their colleagues or use their cell phones on the floor. Boeing's new CEO says that production of the 737 MAX will resume this spring, months before the company expects federal regulators to certify that the grounded plane can fly once again. On Wall Street, stocks are higher. The Dow ahead six points and the NASDAQ is up 13. This is SRN News. This is an urgent message for all individuals with extremely large credit card debt. No matter how much you owe on your credit cards, the company that has settled more debt than anyone in the U.S. could settle your debt, too. While you make one low monthly program payment, you have the opportunity to hear how low your monthly program payment could be for free. This free information is available now simply by calling Freedom Debt Relief at 1-800-940-4409. I repeat, if you have extremely large credit card debt, you now have the ability to reduce your total debt and get one simple low monthly program payment. This could allow you to resolve your debt faster than you ever thought possible. But you should act quickly. Call Freedom Debt Relief now to learn how much you could save. 1-800-940-4409. Again, this life-changing information is available for free. To find out how much you may be able to save, call today. 1-800-940-4409. That's 1-800-940-4409. 1-800-940-4409. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. 
Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at com. Take Faith Talk, a.m. 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Recovery is real. We believe in you. Every day, millions of people celebrate recovery from addiction and mental illness while others begin their journey. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. We're back, Bill Bunkley here, trying to wake you up with our bumper music this afternoon. You know I can keep up with all that, right? I'm hip, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Welcome back. We're live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee. Coming up in just a few moments, I had the honor of testifying today in the Florida Senate uh, Rules Committee on behalf of the parental notification uh, for minors. Uh, in terms of obtaining abortion, and we'll bring you that full story coming up in just a moment. Well, let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt like you're underwater? Have you ever felt like that you got too many irons in the fire? Are you one that uh, is always attracted to a good idea, and so you got this idea, that idea, the other idea, you got 15 ideas in motion, and you're kind of doing okay, but you're not doing any of them very well? Let me ask you a question. Is that what God has really called us to do? Well, my friend who's uh, one of us right here in West Central Florida, particularly in Tampa, I I sort of call him, you know, on the left we have community organizers. I kind of call Jordan Rayner an entrepreneurial organizer uh, because he's uh, one of the most um, thought-creative person, helps people to develop their thoughts, uh, develop their potential entrepreneurial ideas, and he's written another do, another another new book. The first one was called To Create, so that kind of gives away a little bit about what God's called him to do. But from a Christian worldview, he writes the book Master of One, uh, Find and Focus on the Work You Were Created to Do. Now let me tell you a little bit about uh, Jordan. He is the author of, as I just said, uh, Called to Create. Uh, He leads a growing community of Christians who want to go a little more deeper. They want to connect their faith. They want their work to be part of their calling. 
In addition to uh, all of his writing, his encouraging and coaching, he serves as the executive chairman of the tech startup Threshold 360. Uh, He was a previous CEO there, and he's uh, certainly been involved with a lot of successful ventures. Uh, He was part of the the White House team under George Bush. Uh, He's been selected uh, as a Google Fellow. And I tell you what, if you can ever talk him into getting your business properly positioned on the Internet, this guy is the guy to talk to. Sixth generation Floridian, I like that. And he lives in Tampa with his wife and two young daughters. Mr. Jordan, good to have you back with us. Bill, good to talk to you again. I got one question. Where do you find time to write a book? Oh, my gosh. That's a great, that's a great question. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, I mean, you'll find the story in the book. Part of the story here, uh, my own personal story, is getting increasingly focused in my career to where about a year ago, I actually walked away from running this venture, very well-funded tech startup here in Tampa called Threshold 360, was running as CEO. I walked away to focus exclusively on creating content that helps Christians connect the gospel to their work, because I believe so wholeheartedly in the, in the message of this book, that in order to do our most exceptional work for the glory of God and the good of others, we have to get increasingly focused in our careers. I think we're all doing too many things uh, in our lives, and we do a lot of them poorly. That was my story for a long time. And so I just felt a burden uh, just to do better work, more focused work, kind of this principle of less but better. And that's what I'm encouraging readers of this book to do. As you approach the foundation of Master of One, would you speculate to our listeners this afternoon, how many people out there are really working in a job they don't like, they don't want to be, and how many people are juggling a gazillion things just trying to make a living where maybe if they took time out and, of course, read your book, Master of One, but really sought the Lord to find out, hey, what do you really want me to do? Because the Lord, I think, will place us in a rewarding career, in an rewarding situation. We may have to work a little bit to be qualified to get there. Um, Isn't it pretty widespread, even among Christians? I think it's it's huge. And, you know, so, Bill, I'm a millennial, as you know. I think millennials are really affected this. I think we were told by our parents that the path of finding happiness at work was to simply follow our passions and follow our dreams and do whatever makes us happy. Uh, I think a lot of generations have believed this. And it turns out this is like really bad advice. Uh, first and foremost, because it doesn't work. Millennials have had more opportunity to do whatever makes us happy vocationally, and Gallup tells us that we are the least happy generation at work. Uh, and in Master of One, in the book, I talk about why, right? So I cite a bunch of academic studies that show that the number one predictor of describing your work as a calling as opposed to a job or a career is not whether or not you were passionate about the work before you started it. It's the number of years you have spent practicing the craft, right? We get to love what we do by getting really good at it, which really should have come as a surprise to Christians, right? We are modeling our lives after Jesus, who came not to be served, but to serve. Uh, so I believe a much more effective and God-honoring strategy than following your passions is following your gifts, focusing on the work that you can do most exceptionally well as a means of making others happy. And that, I believe, is the most predictable path of finding work that you will not just fall in love with, but stay in love with over a really long period of time. Now, now, Jordan Rayner, by the way, I recommend his book this afternoon, Master of One, Find and Focus uh, on the Work You Were Created to Do. Now, you seem to be going a little bit against some of your fellow millennials because, (laughs) 
from what I'm listening to you is work is a good thing. The uh, having a job, having something that you really enjoy doing, it seems purposeful. Where a lot of the folks uh, in that millennials, well, they're they're kind of looking for free stuff. That's exactly. <laughs> you, you put it. You put it really succinctly. Yeah, I think everybody exists on a spectrum of what we believe the meaning of work to be. Right on the far left side of that spectrum, you got people who believe that work uh, is a meaningless means to an end. Right, I go to work to collect a paycheck so that I can move on to the truly meaningful things in life. And Bill, as you and I know, that's not at all the biblical picture of work. Yeah, you know, the Bible is the only religious text that says that God Himself was productive. He created. He worked. Every other religion says that the gods created human beings to work and serve the gods. Only Christianity says that God himself created and then created us in his image and called us to fill the earth, subdue the earth through our work. So work is not meaningless. It's one of the most meaningful things that we do, because when we do it, we have an opportunity to glorify God. But as Christians, if that's true, like we should have the highest standards for excellence in our work, right? If the, the purpose of work is the purpose of life, life to made clear by Jesus, right, which is to glorify God, to reflect his character of greatness in the world, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. And I would argue you can't love your neighbors yourself if you're doing your work with mediocrity, which we all do from time to time. We're stretching ourselves really thinly across a bunch of different professional pursuits. So as I outline in the book, uh, I would argue that we focus primarily on God's glory and the good of others, uh, and that should lead us to do more focused, more masterful work in our careers. Now, you use the word masterful. Now, coming up in a few weeks, we're going to be heading up to Georgia for the Masters. Um, We know that if we do uh, postgraduate work, we, we get a master's degree, what you talk about is master of one, you know, we can have expertise in many areas and that's kind of how I feel sometimes as a, as a talk show host to where I know a little bit about a lot of things, but sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel inadequate to really know one thing. How Mm -hmm. important is it for us to clear the deck after finding out from great prayer time and leading from the Lord, what it is that I think I'm called to do and I would be excelling in, how important is it to then focus on mastering that one or two important things? Yeah, so I'll say this. I have no problem being the jack of all trades. Right? Obviously, the title of this book is a play on the old phrase, jack of all trades, master of none. Even being a jack or jill of all trades is the inevitable byproduct of, ex- of experimenting in your career until you find the thing that you can be really gifted at. Right? So I've got no problem being a jack of all trades. I do, however, have a big problem being called a master of none. Right? There ought to be something in our careers that we can point to and say, yes, I am pursuing mastery of that thing because I believe my work is service to my neighbor. Uh, and now listen, none of us can do just one thing. You and I are called to be excellent husbands, excellent fathers, excellent better vocations. Uh, but I think if you look at the good godly examples of the men and women in this book, uh, including Jesus Christ himself, I think you see a pattern of consistently saying no to really good things, right, in order to focus on the most essential work uh, that you're called to do. Jesus did this all the time throughout the Gospels. If you look at Mark 1, he said no to healing more people so that he could focus more intensely on preaching the Gospel in word and deed. Right? So all throughout the Gospels, Jesus is saying no uh, so that he could focus his limited time and limited attention, even being fully God and fully man, on the work that 
All right. Now, we're talking about the last major concept. We've got about two or three minutes left. And, of course, I'm talking with Jordan Rayner. Get your copy of Master of One. Find and focus on the work you were created to do. I want you to end up and give us a quick little minute-and-a-half lesson on focusing. You know, between the Internet and all the interesting things that come our way, that can be the same thing vocationally. vocationally. How do you keep focus? How do you not drift? Because I think we're also a bunch of people right now with the culture we live in. We tend to drift. How do we stay focused? Great question. So I'll answer in two parts. One, in the macro sense of our careers, I think in order to stay focused, first, you've got to get clear on what you're saying yes to vocationally. That's a big part of why I wrote this book, to help people do that. Secondly, once you've done that, I think you've got to surround yourself with people who will keep you accountable to that. Hey, Jordan, you said you want to focus on your career as a writer. Why are you off doing this random you know, side gig? Like, you need to stay focused on that. Now, in the micro sense of our days, you're right, Bill. The Internet's competing for our attention. News is competing for our attention. You know, uh, personally, the way I stay focused is – I just have zero notifications whatsoever. I have no email popping up on my laptop, no notifications on my phone. When I'm at the desk or when I'm with my family, wherever I am, I'm fully engaged. I'm fully present because I think you've got to be ruthless about eliminating those notifications and those digital distractions from your life in this day and age. Well, I want to tell you that I highly recommend this book. And by the way, uh, you can follow Jordan Rayner on Twitter at J-O-R-D-A-N-R-A-Y-N-O-R. Uh, that's one thing that I would suggest. Also, check out uh, on the Internet if you haven't heard or flipped through it. Uh, read uh, the reviews on Call to Create, especially for those of you um, where the sky's the limit with all the tools that we have today. And, you know, finding and focusing, which is the part of this book, is very central there. But, again, you can pick up a copy of this book, wherever fine books are sold, Amazon, etc. Master of One, uh, find and focus on the work you were created to do, Jordan Rayner. And Jordan, as always, hey, man, you're one of our own right here, and uh, always good to have you with us. And uh, you know that I always uh, wish you great success. Uh, it's always a pleasure, Bill. Thank you. All right. Good to have you with us. Well, coming up in a moment, I'm live from Tallahassee this afternoon, and uh, I was in the hearing this morning for the parental uh, consent for abortion. It was the last committee meeting in the Florida Senate before it goes to the full Senate floor. And by the way, we had uh, an unscheduled um, um, event that happened. I'll tell you about that coming up in just a moment. Uh, But as always, uh, for those of you that live in Polk County, uh, your Senator Kelly Stargell, uh, once again, uh, her talk about a master of the subject, um, her presentation, her knowledge, uh, her defense of her bill uh, against, uh, you know, some very hefty opposition. The room was filled uh, with special interest groups uh, who would not like to see uh, parents uh, have this opportunity uh, for consent. But I tell you what, she did a wonderful, wonderful job. I'll tell you more about all that in just a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley, live from Tallahassee. Don't go away. I'll be right back. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. 
You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it. So do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st century Christian publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book. See it on Amazon. Be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm -hmm. phones, mm -hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm -hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Heritage for the blind reminds you to be kind. There's something you can do for those who depend on you. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. Heritage for the Blind is an IRS-recognized charity, and your donation is tax-deductible. Whether your car runs or not, we'll tow it away for free. And as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day hotel voucher to one of many exciting locations. So be a star. Donate your car. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS or call 1-800-555-6689. And remember, you can prevent blindness by getting your eyes checked annually. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best, background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators, call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here in Tallahassee. Do want to continue to somewhat apologize. You know, I've been watching uh, Brett Bear on Fox. And if you watched that in the last 24 hours or so, you hear that Brett's got that little nasal sound in his voice. And uh, I'm looking at Brett saying, brother, man, I'm feeling for you. So I'm sure you can f- hear the nasal in in my voice as well. Um, I'm just praising the Lord I can be with you. But uh, this thing has just got its clamps on me. And uh, this virus that I'm uh, dealing with because my immune system is, um, is uh, at a lowered state. So, boy, those of you who would just love to... We're all going to pray in, in God's will, and so I know he has the day that I'm going to be delivered from this, but uh, those of you who like to join in prayer for that to happen, because uh, especially on mornings like this, uh, you know, not only traveling back and forth to Tallahassee, I have my responsibilities here, uh, President of the Florida Ethics, Religious Liberty Commission, and so these are the two busiest, uh, two, two to three busiest months of the year for me, is not only my broadcast ministry, but my Tallahassee ministry, and uh, I don't mind telling you, it's a it's a little bit on uh, on the challenging side of the scale, um, and uh, I'm going to meet the challenge. But uh, boy, I tell you what, I really would love for some of this to break a little bit. But uh, good to be here. But that's why I may not sound exactly uh, like I, I sound usually. And by the way, there's a lot of folks around that are dealing with the same issues. Well, coming up in a moment, we'll be joining top of the hour. We'll be joined top of the hour by our answer audience. And uh, we're going to play you some of the greatest hits um, from uh, yesterday's comments about day number one of the impeachment trial of uh, Donald John Trump in the United States Senate. So we'll have some audio and sound bites if you'd like to react to those. By the way, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Well, I got some good news this afternoon. Senate Bill 404 uh, and 406. Well, 404 is the parental consent for abortion. Uh, the companion bill to that is Senate Bill 406, which is a public records exemption. And uh, that's where we um, very much um, uh, take care of the confidentiality of these minors and other situations. But um, in the Rules Committee, this is the third committee stop in the Florida Senate for this particular legislation. It is the Rules Committee. This is the last uh, committee of review before the bill is uh, in the proper posture and is eligible to be called up on the full Senate floor for consideration. Now, uh, over on the House, we've got the same bill. It only had one committee stop, and it actually is on the calendar uh, in the same posture that now the Senate bill is. It's on the calendar and available to be called up. So um, be praying about uh, the next week, uh, maybe two weeks, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if both of these began to get a hearing in both the Florida Senate chamber and the House chamber next week. Of course, we'll be here working that bill and encouraging that as well. Had a chance to, uh, did not testify in terms of a statement, but I had a chance. uh, There was just a handful of people, a packed room this morning. um, Because this is the anniversary, what, 47 years ago of Roe versus Wade, uh, there were a lot of Planned Parenthood, 
uh, pro-choice, pro-abortion type folks that were in the Capitol. They, I was lucky to get a seat because they were there as soon as the doors opened. Most of the pro-life folks that were in the room had to stand around the, the back perimeter of the room. Saw some folks that came up from West Central Florida. But I had a chance to um, uh, vocalize and also written form. Uh, support on behalf of the Florida Eth- Florida Ethics Resolutivity Commission and myself, also mentioning that um, we uh, represent uh, Florida Baptist churches, which are the Southern Baptist Convention churches uh, here throughout um, the entire state of Florida. Got a lot of folks out there. Last numbers I remember, remember seeing was there's about a million Florida Southern Baptists here in the state. Uh, somewhere around 3,000 churches, and so um, proud to have rep- been representing them now 24, 25 years. So uh, it's an honor, and uh, got to tell you that uh, our legislators, members of the cabinet, the governor, um, I uh, I just give all the honor to the Lord of uh, the respect that uh, not only I have but they have uh, in my work here in Tallahassee. But uh, anyway, we had a uh, about uh, halfway through the committee meeting, which was only scheduled from 8.30 a.m. till 10, uh, we had a, a lady, whether she had a diabetic seizure or she had some sort of other medical condition, she was standing, uh, it was standing room only, and she passed out in the committee meeting, so we had to suspend uh, the chair, Benequisto. Senator Benequisto immediately um, called for a recess, and we had some nurses in the room, then some medical attention, and uh, I think uh, she was, uh, the, in, the the last report we got that she was going to be fine. But for those of you prayer warriors, just pray for the woman who passed out in the committee today. Just pray that uh, the medical attention that she has received was uh, spot on, and whether she's in a hospital, released, or whatnot, uh, for those of you prayer warriors, just pray for her, and I just ask the Lord to just grant her and return her to health so coming up in a moment uh, we'll be inviting in our answer folks and uh, we'll take a little audio tour of the greatest hits of impeachment trial day one in earnest i'll be right back you do if you knew skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? Get started by joining the more than 500,000 people who've attended a class at Online Trading Academy. The first introductory class is free. Call 888-989-6525 to register in this new year. That's 888-989-6525, 888-989-6525, or otaclass.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. 
The U.S. Senate has begun hearing arguments in President Trump's impeachment trial. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton is tracking the developments. Democratic House managers have begun making their case that President Trump abused his presidential power and should be removed from office. Congressman Adam Schiff says there is no serious dispute about the facts. Over the coming days, you will hear remarkably consistent evidence of President Trump's corrupt scheme and cover-up. Earlier in the day, the president dismissed the impeachment proceedings. They had no case. It's all a hoax. It's a con job. Mr. Trump also said he wants top aides to testify, but suggested that national security concerns will keep that from happening. Democrats have 24 hours over the next three days to lay out their case. Greg Clugston, Washington. Chinese state media says the city of Wuhan is shutting down outbound flights and trains as the country battles the spread of a new virus that has sickened hundreds and killed 17 now. No one will be allowed to leave the city. Also at SRNews.com, home sales climbed in December, but record low inventory is dampening affordability. Correspondent Jennifer King reports. The National Association of Realtors reports that U.S. home sales climbed 3.6% in December, capping a strong 2019. Lawrence Yoon is the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors. Buyers are clearly stating that it's a good time to enter the market, good economy, low interest rates. Sales rose, but so did prices, jumping 7.8% over the past year. Listings are down. We hit the record low in terms of inventory in December 2019. Yoon says not enough new homes are being built and not enough people are putting their homes on the market. Jennifer King, Washington. Ahead of the closing bell, stocks are higher on Wall Street. The Dow is up six points now. The Nasdaq, 15 points higher. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. The Secretary of Education defends religious liberty. In a USA Today op-ed this week, Betsy DeVos says the Trump administration's new set of guidelines will help make sure that American public schools are not violating the constitutional rights of either their students or teachers. In her piece, DeVos writes, quote, The notion of separation of church and state is not an invitation for government to separate people from their faith. She adds that the administration is, quote, committed to ensuring that all believers can live and practice their faith without fear. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The man that the Vatican assigned to investigate the church's response to clergy sexual abuse in Buffalo is now being investigated himself. Cardinal Timothy Dolan of the Archdiocese of New York has been instructed by the Pope to begin an investigation of allegations that Brooklyn Bishop Nicholas DiMaggio molested a child. That's when he was a parish priest in New Jersey in the mid-1970s. This is SRN News. 
celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. The reason it is important for God to keep this promise to Israel is it's our way of knowing that God is going to keep His promises to us as well. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. Among the rich and famous, there are places to see and be seen. Fashion Week in Paris, the red carpet on Oscars night, and the Manatee County Fair. That dress. You'll cause instant Instagram envy while enjoying thrilling rides and midway games, scarfing down deliciously decadent fair food, and strolling through craft and livestock exhibits. The 2020 Manatee County Fair, the place to see and be seen. January 16th to 26th. Details at manateecountyfair.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here, and we are live from the state capitol in Tallahassee once again. I want to welcome uh, all of you that uh, are honoring us today. You have a very busy day. You certainly have many choices available to you on where you would spend your time. And uh, I am honored that uh, you are tuning in to be with us uh, for whatever length of time that uh, you can give us this afternoon. You know, I'm always humbled um, when I'm out and about. And, um, and I don't say this because I reflect this to the Lord. But um, one of the things that people will say, hey, Bill, how you doing? By the way, I listen to you. A lot of people say, man, I listen to you every day. And um, I want you to know that um, I really don't get the big head when you tell me that. Uh, my first thought is, uh, oh, Lord, wow, what, what a tremendous responsibility because I, I do consider myself here as a ministry um, as well as all of you, I consider yourself, myself, an ambassador for the Lord. Um, and in my line of work here uh, as president of the Florida Ethics Liberty Commission and representing all of our Florida Baptist, Southern Baptist churches and others, that um, I know that um, I have to be um, on guard, that uh, I might be the only Bible many people will see, certainly here in the state capitol or uh, we'll hear on our radio uh, waves, and um, I just take that responsibility uh, very, very, very seriously. Uh, not saying that I get it right all the time, but uh, I really pray about uh, um, reacting, writing, and speaking uh, in accordance with a Christian worldview. And sometimes uh, worldviews uh, are not exactly crystal clear, and I certainly re- respect those that uh, at times will have a different opinion. But nonetheless, um, I just feel compelled to thank you this afternoon, uh, not only on the um, uh, Christian side of our faith listeners, but those of you who are are dedicated uh, conservatives. And boy, I tell you what, um, Florida is shaping up to be a very, very, very important state. Uh, we had Mike Epps be in the other day. We're going to have the Secretary of State is going to be uh, in a summit with uh, um, uh, Governor DeSantis in a few days down in Miami. Uh, the president is now a resident of Florida in Mar-a-Lago. And um, 
If you don't get the sense that uh, we aren't in the center of the, and I'll call it the secular action, uh, we certainly aren't in the center of anything when it comes to uh, God, his uh, creation, heaven, and, of course, his heavenly city, Jerusalem, that he will, that his son will return to. But nonetheless, um, it is so very important for those of us um, to be aware and to be taking our Christian uh, excuse me, our United States citizenship, uh, those of us who have, um, who qualify to be uh, voters uh, here in this state and in this nation, uh, it's a very, very important, especially in these days, it's a very, very important responsibility. And, of course, how we act to one another is very important as well. Well, the president, uh, I don't know if he's back to Joint Base Andrews or not yet, but I know that he departed Davos, Switzerland this morning. Uh, He had uh, just a a couple of very good days representing the the absolutely phenomenal economy uh, of the United States of America right now. I got to tell you where many places of the world are are in standstill, they're going backwards. I'm going to tell you that the president was all out campaigning for people to come and invest their money in America. And um, you know what? Uh, How could you find any better advice? Uh, The capital markets are roaring. The um, manufacturing section is is doing very well. People in record numbers uh, are working. And um, it is amazing that we have all of this good news, but there is a there is a hand, there's a pocket of people that uh, are so um, mesmerized by having the power. And I'm talking about the especially the far left that um, notwithstanding what this president has remarkably done in terms of his policies. Um, and also, let's face it, investors, hedge funds, et cetera, et cetera, you know, if they didn't have confidence in what the president was doing, you wouldn't have this ongoing investment of capital and funds in those markets. And so um, we also have a president that's standing for the unborn. We have a president that's standing for religious liberty on top of uh, – a very pro-entrepreneurial president, a pro-business president, uh, and it goes on and on and on. But yet, today, we're going to talk about the trial. Why are we going to talk about the trial? Well, because I don't expect any of you, and I don't either, I am not listening to the trial gavel to gavel. There will be times where I'll make sure that I tune in. This afternoon, I had a few moments before we went on the air, and so I was listening to Adam Schiff uh, as today they've gone into the opening arguments. Yesterday's session was all about um, debating the rules going forward, uh, also debating several potential witnesses that the, uh, that the House never called, never, never took care of uh, putting all the witnesses together before they brought the package over to the Senate. And um, as I wrote about today, and I'll share a little bit, and you'll hear it tomorrow on something to think about, you know, there's that old, old proverb, what goes around comes around. Now, 
Certainly there's not a proverb that's written like that. But, you know, that is very truthful. And there are uh, several proverbs that talk about, um, you know, um, are we in God's will, not God's will? Do we do things his way or not? If, If we do things our own way and they're contrary to God's will and they're contrary to common sense or good business practices, guess what? We usually either now or later encounter some very, um, you know, unpleasant consequences. And so um, today we'll have a little bit of an unpleasant consequence because we really ought to be continuing to thank the Lord and to pray for this rally. Uh, Veterans ought to be super fired up because this president uh, has your back in a very big way. Uh, this president has your back, veterans, in a way the last eight years of the Obama administration could not even uh, come close. Uh, for those of you who wanted a low tax, uh, uh, a lot of you folks who are fiscal conservatives, I mean, the laps that you should be running right now because of the president's uh, uh, policies. And uh, how about all of our retirees? You know, on one hand, you're not making the money that you used to make uh, because interest rates are low and CDs are not getting it. But, boy, I tell you what, if you have been invested in growth funds, in growth funds that included um, a proper mix of growth stocks, uh, go look at your 401K. Uh, You know, this president has, uh, for those who... You know, the Bible's real clear about uh, tithing and gifting and saving for the future a little bit and balancing and not not blowing all your monthly check. But, you know, for those of you who um, uh, understand about uh, 401 tax-free compounding and uh, in the right funds, well, I'll tell you what, this president, during his first three years or so, he's allowed you to uh, put some money away for the future, put some money away for your retirement. And by the way, uh, you know, in the next few years, we're going to see the end of the entire boom of the baby boomers who will now fully be in the retirement years. And uh, I'm going to tell you that, uh, uh, you know, for those of you who got 401ks, um, I hope you're wise enough uh, to not be offended by, Um, the president's bedside manner. And for that matter, don't be offended by Adam Schiff or Nancy Pelosi or anybody else. Um, This is politics. A lot of foolish things are done. But look at the, um, uh, look at what's happening. Look at the issues. And look what is um, successfully being implemented. And I tell you what, if uh, <laughs> if you're uh, anywhere close to retirement and uh, you've got yourself vested in a pretty good 401k, um, if you want to be purely selfish, uh, you better be betting on the president getting elected for another four years and that um, he'll be able to convince the markets and convince the world that uh, America and uh, our little marketplace here Uh, on this continent is the place to come to invest and to do business. Now, in light of that, we're going to spend some time because it's important to to know. It's important to be informed. Just spent a few moments talking about 
what's really happening of importance in and around us. And so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's happening in the impeachment trial as of yesterday. Now, to set this up, uh, we're going to have to take a break in a moment. Yesterday was day one. There's two 12-hour sessions that were um, scheduled because Justice Roberts, the Supreme Court Justice, was able to have two afternoons, evenings free from the oral arguments that have already been pre-scheduled over across the street from the Capitol at the United States Supreme Court. So uh, they got together yesterday, and yesterday was a day dedicated to the rules. What are going to be the rules going forward? Remember that in the House, House Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, they set the rules. Great controversy over how they set those rules because – Tell you what, it was a, it was a partisan uh, shindig from day one. How they put it together, how they conducted it, regardless of the rhetoric and the spin, that's what that was all about. Well, when it comes to the Senate, it's a different chamber. It's a chamber that's led by different people, called well the Republicans, the conservatives. So, the House Democrats, the prosecutors, they had it their way in their house. They don't have it their way over here. So yesterday into last night, and by the way, uh, it went to about 1.40 in the morning, uh, they hammered out the rules. On being hammered out, Mitch McConnell had the rules. The Democrats in the Senate filed a host of amendments to change the rules. They also took their first pass. There will be probably another opportunity, but their first pass trying to bring in all sorts of Witnesses like John Bolton, et cetera, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> and the, for all of what happened yesterday, the House Democrat prosecutors lost on everything. They didn't get a chance to change the rules. There's one minor rule change that maybe was to accommodate Olympia Snow. She's in a tough situation to add a little bit more time um, in the beginning here, maybe another day. But basically, all of uh, the Republicans voted in lockstep to support um, the Republican leader, Mitch McConnell. And all of the potential witnesses were rebuffed by the Republicans. So as of yesterday, that was doing the rules. No witnesses. Republicans all stuck together. Today, they began at 1 o'clock with the opening statements. And, of course, Adam Schiff uh, taking that responsibility. So when we come back, we'll give you some of the uh, the hits, the all-star hits from yesterday's proceeding. Phone lines are open to Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. I'm live in Tallahassee. We'll be right back. Thank you for the amazing job you've done in moving my first book forward in the publishing process. Ludie Cotton Darnell's book, Ashley, Alex, and the Mystery Twins, was published with Zulon Press. This is an exciting time for me. Have you got a book for a Christian audience? Want to control the publishing process? Your free publishing guide is at ChristianPublishing.com. I thank the Lord that Zulon Press has made it possible. Visit Zulon Press for your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, 
filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Before we get into uh, some of the exciting sound bites from the impeachment trial, I mentioned earlier that the president, uh, well, he had a good round at the economic summit in Davos. And uh, Fox News put together a little bit of a montage as the president was uh, touting the very, very strong and powerful United States economy to the world's leaders. That is some good news. That is worthy of focusing in on. So let's uh, let's take a listen to the president before he departed Davos, as uh, he is the chief marketer for the United States of America is open for business. Since my election, America has gained over seven million jobs. Just last week alone, the United States concluded two extraordinary trade deals: the agreement with China and the United States-Mexico-Canada agreement. As a result of our efforts, investment is pouring into our country. We've regained our stride, rediscovered our spirit, and reawakened the powerful machinery of American enterprise. America is thriving. America is flourishing. And yes, America is winning again like never before. Well... I tell you what, you just have a chance to listen to the president, take in, and you know what, the facts back him up. That's what is um, pretty phenomenal about uh, all of this. And um, when you look at the impeachment trial, and uh, a lot of uh, interesting things have been coming out uh, in terms of um, as you know, as you may not know, last night there was quite a squabble that um, uh, took place last night, so much so that by the time uh, Jay Sekulow and uh, Pat uh, Cipollone, uh, both of them are the two lead uh, presidential attorneys, um, they were they, they were really pouncing very quickly 
as they were rebutting some of the claims by the House Democrat prosecutors, so much so that uh, it was characterized as a bleary-eyed Supreme Court uh, Chief Justice. John Roberts uh, had to admonish both of them. And I can't even remember the word that he had had referenced to, but uh, there was a... What was that word? Anyway, it was a word that I've never heard of that I pretty much guarantee you've never heard of either. Let me just make up a word. Um, You are a a flipper puncher. What in the world is a flipper puncher? Well, back at, I think, the Johnson um, impeachment trial, one of the senators called another senator a flipper puncher or whatever that word is, you can look it up in the record. And Judge Roberts referenced that as he was admonishing both sides. You know, back then, you know, one side called the other a flipper puncher. And um, we're not going to go so far as to outlaw words. um, But it was amazing to me, and I chuckled because in addition to the homework that the Chief Justice has done on the cases that uh, are before him, Uh, He's also done his homework on previous impeachments, and I guess he found it sort of uh, curious and probably humorous about this, apparently, this this bad word that rises up to a curse word that we don't even know what it means today. And um, as a result of that, he came in and um, um, gave a little lecture on uh, being very careful of where they go, also talking about the the um, opportunity that this is uh, this is the United States Senate, and uh, we don't act like this uh, when we are um, you know uh, doing the people's business in the chamber. Now, I'm going to let you listen to Adam Schiff. Some of you are going to be criticizing, say, Bill, why are you doing this? Well. I just want you to hear, so we'll be fair on this. This was Adam Schiff uh, yesterday, um, and he's talking about the fact on why they believe the president is not innocent. And don't worry, we've got plenty of Jay Sekulo and others coming up in a moment, but let's listen in. Let me be blunt. Let me be very blunt. Okay. Right now... A great many, perhaps even most Americans, do not believe there will be a fair trial. They don't believe that the Senate will be impartial. They believe that the result is pre-cooked. Are you believing this? Listen to this. Not because he is innocent. He is not. But because the senators will vote by party and he has the votes. The votes to prevent the evidence from... I just want to pause... Just remember what happened in the House. And to me, this is such a hypocritical analysis. And it goes, and it was a motivation, motivating fact for me to write tomorrow something to think about. What goes around comes around, but it's like he he doesn't get it. But let's, let's finish it out. Coming out, the votes to make sure the public never sees it. The American people want a fair trial. They want to believe their system of government is still capable of rising to the occasion. 
They want to believe that we can rise above party and do what's best for the country, but a great many Americans don't believe that will happen. Let's prove them wrong. Let's prove them wrong. How? By convicting the president? No. Not by conviction alone. By convicting him if the House proves its case, and only if the House proves its case, but by letting the House prove its case, by letting the House call witnesses, by letting... Just to remind you, witnesses and putting together the indictment, if you will, was a function that was supposed to happen in the House, but they rushed and rushed it through. Now they want to have an entire reprocess in the Senate. That's the way I see it. Letting the House obtain documents, by letting the House decide how to present its own case and not deciding it for us, in sum, by agreeing to a fair trial. Now, let me ask you this. You've heard the House prosecutors talk about the fact it, this is this is open and shut case. Everything's in the record. All we need to go, da-da-da-da-da. If that were true, why do we need a single new witness? If that was true, why do we need a single new document? If they were convinced that their two articles of impeachment were rock solid, airtight, they just got to come present them and he'll be impeached. Look through all the fog, use a little wisdom, and you'll see how flimsy this case is. We'll have more sound bites on Bill Bunkley live in Tallahassee. This is all sad, but I still believe. I still believe. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. Senate has begun hearing opening arguments in President Trump's impeachment trial, with proceedings now on a fast track. First up, Democratic House managers making their case that the president abused his presidential power and should be removed from office. Republicans have for now blocked Democratic motions to immediately call witnesses and subpoena documents. Chinese state media says the city of Wuhan is shutting down outbound flights and trains as that country battles the spread of a new virus that has sickened hundreds now and killed 17. The city also asking people not to leave the city without specific reasons. Technology companies led stocks to a flat close on Wall Street today. The Dow fell nine points. The Nasdaq was up a dozen and the S&P 500 ahead fractionally. This is SRN News. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. 
We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. 800-776-6094. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-727-9105. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-727-9105. 800-727-9105. 800-727-9105. Landa Lakes Christian School is holding their annual open house Sunday, February 2nd from 1 to 3 at First Baptist Church of Landa Lakes. Come for a tour and meet the faculty. With over 41 years of experience, Landa Lakes Christian School is accredited by the American Association of Christian Schools, National Council for Private Schools Accreditation, and recognized by the Florida Department of Education. Classes are available for PK3 through 12th grade. Learn more at lolcs.com. That's L-O-L-C-S dot org. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Recovery is real. We believe in you. Every day, millions of people celebrate recovery from addiction and mental illness while others begin their journey. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The president is charged with other misconduct that would likewise have alarmed the founders. The full, complete, and absolute obstruction of a co-equal branch of government the Congress, during the course of its impeachment investigation into the President's own misconduct. This is every bit as destructive of our constitutional order as the misconduct charged in the first article. If a President can obstruct his own investigation, if he can effectively nullify a power the Constitution gives solely to Congress, indeed the ultimate power, the ultimate power the Constitution gives to prevent presidential misconduct, then the president places himself beyond accountability, above the law. Cannot be indicted, cannot be impeached. It makes him a monarch, the very evil against which our Constitution and the balance of powers it carefully laid out was designed to guard against. There you have it. President Trump is part of the evil empire, or should I say the evil empire royal court. Um, and uh, that's where, that has been a theme uh, for quite some time now. But nonetheless, that was a, a little bit of the flavor of hours and hours of not only yesterday's uh, droning on, but certainly Adam Schiff um, carrying on for hours in that same tone, yet as we are on the air 
with you um, this afternoon. Now, Jay Sekulow, I tell you what, I love Jay. Um, we've enjoyed the times we've had him here in Tampa, and I've been in other conferences uh, with him. And um, he, as well as uh, Pat Cipriani, uh, uh, the two of the, the, the main, main lawyers on behalf of President Trump, two very brilliant individuals. We'll hear from Pat coming up in just a moment. But um, here we have Jay Sekulow talking a, a little bit about um, what the charges that have been brought against the president. Well, the, these charges... Uh, don't rise to the level of impeachment, and they actually violate the uh, Constitution of the United States. Let's listen in to, uh, we have a couple of three uh, sound bites from Jay Sekulow. Thank you, Mr. Chief Justice, members of the Senate, Leader McConnell, Democratic Leader Schumer. It's also my privilege to represent the President of the United States before this chamber. Senator Schumer said earlier today that the eyes of the founders are on these proceedings. Indeed, that's true. But it is the heart of the Constitution that governs these proceedings. And what we just heard from Manager Schiff, courts have no role, privileges don't apply. What happened in the past, we should just ignore. In fact, Manager Schiff just said, try to summarize my colleagues' defense of the President. He said, not in those words, of course, which is not the first time Mr. Schiff has put words into transcripts that did not exist. Mr. Schiff also talked about a trifecta. I'll give you a trifecta. During the proceedings that took place before the Judiciary Committee, the President was denied the right to cross-examine witnesses. The President was denied the right to access evidence. And the president was denied the right to have council president hearings. That's a trifecta. A trifecta that violates the Constitution of the United States. All I got to say is I would never want to be on the other side of the brilliance of Jay Sekulow. He is one gifted lawyer. Well, Jay Sekulow also went on to talk about the fact that President Trump, in fact, has been denied his rights. Well, let's listen in. Mr. Schiff also talked about a trifecta. I'll give you a trifecta. During the proceedings that took place before the Judiciary Committee, the president was denied the right to cross-examine witnesses. The president was denied the right to access evidence. And the president was denied the right to have council president hearings. That's a trifecta. A trifecta that violates the Constitution of the United States. Well, let's just say that was so good we wanted to have you hear that again. But if I, if I said that, it would be a lie. You know, we're turning around a lot of cuts here, so obviously that was a duplication that was mismarked. But anyway, it was worth hearing it a second time. Amen? Amen. Now, This one's a little bit longer, but I want you to pay attention. This is the educational part of my program because Jay Sekulow is going to give a little bit of an education that uh, has to do with understanding that aid, when you think there's corruption or there's other things going on, the Obama administration had had, uh, withheld aid to Egypt. 
um, this is this happens as the president is the chief operating officer of the United States of America and acting like this um, delay of the aid. And by the way, the Ukrainians got the military aid. In fact, they got an advanced missile system that uh, the Obama administration would not give them for eight years so they could defend themselves against the Russians. It's amazing once you drill down a little bit and understand the entire lay of the land and the entire facts. Uh, Well, it doesn't sound so bad as it seems when it's singled out. But here's a little bit of an education on past administrations when it comes to withholding aid. This is Jay Sekulow. Thank you, Mr. Chief Justice, members of the Senate. Manager Crow, you should be happy to know that the aid that was provided to Ukraine over the course of the President's administration included lethal weapons. Those were not provided by the previous administration. The suggestion that the Ukraine failed to get any equipment is false. The security assistant was not for funding Ukraine over the summer of 2019. There was no lack of equipment due to the temporary pause. It was future funding. The Ukraine Deputy Minister of Defense who oversaw U.S. aid shipments said the hold came and went so quickly they did not notice any change. Under Secretary of State David Hale, explained the paused aid was future assistance, not to keep the Army going now. So the made-up narrative that security assistance was conditioned on Ukraine taking some action on investigations is further disproved by the straightforward fact that the aid was delivered on September 11, 2019, without Ukraine taking any action on any investigation. It's interesting to note that the Obama administration withheld $585 million of promised aid to Egypt in 2013. But the administration's public message was that the money was not officially on hold, as technically it was not due until September 30th, the end of the fiscal year. So they didn't have to disclose the halt to anyone. Sounds like this may be a practice of a number of administrations. In fact, to the president, This president has been concerned about how aid is being put forward. So there have been pauses on foreign aid in a variety of contexts. In September of 2019, the administration announced that it was withholding over $100 million in aid to Afghanistan over concerns about government corruption. In August of 2019, President Trump announced that the administration and Seoul were in talks to substantially increase South Korea's share of the expense of U.S. military support for South Korea. In June, President Trump caught, cut or paused over $550 million in foreign aid to El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala because those countries were not fairly sharing the burdens of preventing mass migration to the United States. This is not the only administration. As I said, President Obama withheld hundreds of millions of dollars of aid to Egypt. To be clear, and I want to be clear, Ambassador Yovanovitch herself testified that our policy actually got stronger 
under President Trump, largely because, unlike the Obama administration, quote, this administration made the decision to provide lethal weapons to Ukraine to help Ukraine fend off Russian aggression. She testified in a deposition before your various committees that, and actually I felt that in the three years that I was there, partly because of my efforts, but also the interagency team and President Trump's decision to provide lethal weapons to Ukraine, that our policy actually got stronger. Deputy Assistant Secretary Kent, his name's come up a couple of times, agree that javelins are incredibly effective weapons at stopping armored advance, and the Russians are scared of them. Ambassador Volker explained that President Trump approved each of the decisions made along the way, and as a result, America's policy towards Ukraine strengthened. So when we want to talk about facts, go to your own discovery and the, your own witnesses that you called. This all supposedly started because of a whistleblower. Where is that whistleblower? The House managers have 35 minutes remaining. Where is the whistleblower? I noticed it got really quiet. Where is the whistleblower? I tell you what, he is um, he is uh, very, very talented. Hey, before we take a break, I'm uh, going to come back and hear from uh, Pat uh, Cipollone, which is very, very uh, important. Um, but, uh, you know, the president had a chance to weigh in on some of this uh, as well. And uh, he was asked the question about whether, just before he left Davos, uh, whether he'd like to testify in this committee. Well, what did the president say? Crimes and misdemeanors, but I didn't commit a crime. So, no, I have great respect for Ken, but I didn't think, frankly, that Bill Clinton should have been impeached. So what do you think? Will you show up at your trial any day? I'd love to go. Wouldn't that be great? So Wouldn't that be beautiful? Go? I don't know. I'd sort of love sit right in the front row <laughs> and stare in their corrupt faces. I'd love to do it. I don't know. Don't don't keep talking because I may you may convince me to do it. Do you think Cipollone and want you there? I think they might have a problem. I think they might. And by the way, I think I think they've all, I think they've done a really good job. And I think the other side has so lied. I watched the lies from Adam Schiff. He'll stand. He'll look at a microphone and he'll talk like he's so aggrieved. These two guys. These are major sleazebags. They're very. Oh wow. That is the president, but I thought I'd give you that little bit of a tidbit, uh, and I can guarantee you that uh, Pat Cipollone and Jay Sekulow, they, they would tie the president up in the Oval Office before they would allow him to come sit on the front row of this impeachment trial. Boy, that would, it would certainly be something to see, but uh, as they say in, in very bad English, that ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen at all. Um, when we come back, we are going to hear from uh, Pat uh, Cipollone, and uh, he'll be weighing in on um, two or three of his sound bites from uh, the opening day. You get a little bit of an idea out of our uh, sound bites this afternoon, uh, how uh, day one went, and uh, I'm assuming that when we see some of the excerpts uh, and what's been happening while we've been on the show live with you, uh, we'll have some of those same exchanges to share with you uh, tomorrow. So we will save you from uh, having to spend 12 hours to figure out what's going on. We'll try and give you some of the highlights as well as my colleagues all across 
the hour, 24-hour spectrum, including Captain Matt Bruce, the Captain's America Third Watch, on uh, tonight starting at 2 for our overnight uh, on our answer stations. I'm Bill Bunkley. More of the Bill Bunkley Show live from Tallahassee and more sound bites for you. I'll be right back. visionary of fashion meets faith and i get to be your speaker at the ladies night out event for big talk radio i'm going to teach you how to look better and feel better but really how to feel better in how god made you when i was growing up i was always the tallest girl in the room bigger features everything and it was hard but what is it for you what are those things that you're kind of upset about do you look in the mirror and say oh my goodness i just don't like the way that i look well you've got to come to this event because i promise you one thing when you walk away from there you will feel better about your body about the way that you're made make sure you get your tickets and it's at mission hill church Thursday, March 5th. I can't wait to be there with all of you that night. See you then. Get your tickets today for Ladies Night Out, March 5th at Mission Hill Church and Temple Terrace, featuring Sherry Brandell. And you could win a seven-day cruise courtesy of Travel Cats. Get your tickets for Ladies Night Out at letstalkfaith.com. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press, and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Join us Sunday at noon for The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. It is to your advantage that I go away. In other words, Jesus is saying, you don't want me to stay here. You think you want me to stay here, but you don't want me to stay here. So it's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come. But if I will go, I will send him to you. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Sunday at noon on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines, ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan. 
Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here live in Tallahassee. And uh, the phone lines are open if you want to weigh in. I've been having to do a little therapy with our producer uh, during that last commercial break. I think Jose is about to come unglued, trying to figure out uh, what in the world is the end game for those of the the House Democrats as to how things are rolling out. But You know, as I told him, um, you know, it seems like that we've got a group of people who are in charge of one of the chambers uh, in the U.S. Congress, and they've uh, got their way of thinking about things. They've got their way of looking about things, and they've had some of their experts uh, in the high offices of the elite, uh, the elites in the House, and uh, that's that one-sided echo chamber, and they bought into their own rhetoric uh, that was uh, unchallenged by any outside voices. And and uh, he wants to know why in the world they didn't bring the witnesses and all this before. And that is because the reason why they're clamoring for the witnesses now is they know that they don't have anywhere near enough uh, in Article 1 or 2. And they're going to be, I think, proven to be far short and they know they don't have uh, anywhere the mojo to even come close to an honest consideration of removing this president from office for what they are charging. So anyway, um, Jose will be all right. Just want to let our known listeners that uh, he will be okay. Now, Pat Ciplione, this guy's brilliant. He's also passionate as well. He is the, uh, the co-counsel with Jay Sekulow. Now, we've got a whole team there, you know. Um, and we'll probably hear more about those in the days ahead. But um, this sort of, I got a couple of three bites, but this sort of sums up what yesterday uh, was all about um, in terms of uh, what at least the Trump side has to feel about the House Democrat prosecutors and their case. For those of you keeping score at home, they haven't even started yet. We're here today. We came hoping to have a trial. They spent the entire day telling you and the American people that they can't prove their case. I could have told you that in five minutes. Well, that certainly is the opinion from uh, Pat Ciprioni. And um, to go a little bit uh, further, as uh, we pulled out a couple of, uh, of the bites from um, uh, his testimony, uh, he also talks about the fact that, um, well, they are listening to the presentation by Mr. Schiff, 
and they have to be quiet. They take their notes. But um, he talked about that that is, a, that is a challenge for some of these opposing lawyers. It's very difficult to sit there and listen to Mr. Schiff tell the tale that he just told. Let's remember how we all got here. They made false allegations about a telephone call. The President of the United States declassified that telephone call and released it to the public. How's that for transparency? When Mr. Schiff found out that there, were not, there was nothing to his allegations, he focused on the second telephone call. He made false, and his colleagues made false allegations about that second telephone call that occurred before the one he had demanded. So the President of the United States declassified and released that telephone call. Still nothing. Again, complete transparency in a way that, frankly, I'm unfamiliar with any precedent of any president of the United States releasing a classified telephone call with a foreign leader. Well, I tell you what, um, after all of this, I'll just say this. How you react to uh, the first day, how you react to today, how you react to my show in the second hour, well, has a lot to do with where you are already at on the issue. If you already hate, dislike, disapprove, and don't like all of the initiatives that President Trump has successfully launched or carried out, you don't like the president and you think he ought to be impeached. If you like the president, if you're a conservative, veteran, evangelical, evangelicals not particularly happy with uh, how he conducts himself in his personal communications, but nonetheless are absolutely delighted with the issues he's standing on. You know what? President Trump, no way he should be impeached. We should move forward. And thereby is the 50-50 divide, kind of, in this country. And so um, it all goes down to the question I ask uh, tomorrow, and that is, How much money are you and I, as American taxpayers, are going to pay for this whole charade, this whole shenanigan, this whole waste of time? It's big bucks. Not to to mention the nation's business that's not going to be completed. If the votes weren't there in the Senate, they should have never pursued this. Well, coming up next, Jay Sekulow live, and I'll be over on our answer stations on AM 570, AM 910, 102.1 in Lakeland, 100.3 in Hudson. We'll be right back. is the year your business is going to thrive or will it resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at salem surround we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads contact salem surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com Connecting you with new customers. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. 
They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God have commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Day two of arguments is allowing the House impeachment team to begin to lay out their charges against President Trump. Bob Agnew reports from Capitol Hill. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Gerald Nadler of New York began with what he called the story of the president's Ukraine scheme, claiming that what he called the facts of the story are, quote, not in dispute. He quickly veered from the realm of fact to speculation, however, when without qualification he stated as fact that the object of the president's scheme was to, quote, obtain a corrupt advantage in his re-election campaign, a claim that is very much in dispute, as jurors will hear in two or three days when the president's lawyers begin to present their defense. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. Trump lawyer Jay Sekulow outlines the strategy the president's defense team will employ after opening arguments are made by the House impeachment managers. We will challenge uh, aggressively the case that they're putting forward based on what we're hearing, and we also have an affirmative case that we're going to make as well, so we're going to do both. Chief Justice John Roberts had admonished both House prosecutors and Trump's defense team for using language late during the opening day of the trial that Roberts said was, quote, not conducive to civil discourse. Passengers coming in from central China are being funneled through five airports in the United States to test for a new coronavirus that has killed nine people in Wuhan. San Francisco International Airport official Doug Yockel says the screening process there is aimed at Wuhan originating and connecting travelers. The passengers that are currently involved in this process are passengers that are arriving on nonstop flights from Wuhan, as well as passengers who may be connecting but originated their travel in Wuhan. We're not aware of any plans to expand this, but again, that would be a CDC decision to do so. The illness comes from a new coronavirus that experts say may be spread through the respiratory tract and may be mutating. On Wall Street, the data by nine points, the Nasdaq rose 12. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. The State Department has launched the Abrahamic Faiths Initiative. This was uh, key leaders of uh, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam pledging strong support uh, against the use of violence in promoting the faith. Sam Brownback is U.S. Ambassador at Large for International Religious Freedom. We want to take this... um, 
uh, peace and respect initiative between the Abrahamic faiths to key places in the world. He hopes more clergymen will join the campaign in places all around the globe. Muslim terrorists in Nigeria have murdered a Christian pastor who appeared in a hostage video just days ago. Pastor Lawan Andimi was abducted by Boko Haram earlier this month. Nigeria's president is condemning the pastor's killing, calling it cruel, inhuman, and deliberately provocative. The terrorists want to enforce strict Islamic rule in Nigeria and have reportedly forced some captives to convert to Islam under the threat of death. This is SRN News. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. We that are alive caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. Among the rich and famous, there are places to see and be seen. Fashion Week in Paris, the red carpet on Oscars night, and... The Manatee County Fair. You'll cause instant Instagram envy while enjoying thrilling rides and midway games. Scarfing down deliciously decadent fair food and strolling through craft and livestock exhibits. The 2020 Manatee County Fair. The place to see and be seen. January 16th to 26th. Details at manateecountyfair.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTVN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back to our show. And we are broadcasting live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee, Florida. And uh, we welcome you in this afternoon. Well, it's been a very busy day here as well as in Washington, D.C. And... Um, it was a it was an impactful morning for me. Um, it was an early morning. Uh, we had an 8:30 hearing in the Florida Senate. It was in the um, Rules Committee, and it was the um, Senate Bill 404 that I am supporting uh, as president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission, and uh, also in that capacity, uh, representing our Florida Baptist and Southern Baptist churches uh, throughout the entire state of Florida. And that was um, Kelly Stargill's bill um, calling for parental consent uh, for a, a young woman, a young girl under the age of 18 before she could get um, uh, an abortion. And... Um, 
today is um, is a dark day for us. It's um, it's a day of encouragement for those on the left and those that uh, are pro-choice, pro-abortion. Today, 47 years ago, the decision came down in the federal case of Roe versus Wade in the area of um, expanding, legalizing abortions, et cetera, et cetera. So it just so happened that today was the day that uh, this bill was up in committee again. Uh, this is a day that um, when the legislature meets early, uh, Planned Parenthood, Equality Florida, uh, ERA, all of those uh, groups that uh, are very prominent on the left, uh, they are in full force uh, here in Tallahassee. This is, the, this is the days that we are definitely a minority as far as the pro-life conservative side in terms of folks that testify. do want to give a shout out. We had a good contingent of people, pro-life people, to come to the hearing. Uh, we have folks from Miami, folks from uh, Central Florida, Tampa Bay. Uh, and so um, I'm always encouraged to see uh, hometown folks and folks from all around the state to come in. But there was no doubt that that we were outnumbered. They had, uh, similar to what our groups do, they'll have uh, unifying T-shirts on about their visit to the Capitol, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so I um, imagine in the sea of folks that uh, disagree with your host, Bill Bunkley, on this particular bill, I very much believe that parents ought to be involved with the decisions of their children, and if there are uh, circumstances that preclude that, horrible circumstances, that's when uh, a young girl needs to seek out uh, the judge in that jurisdiction and let the judge help sort out not only that uh, horrible situation that she can't go to her parents or guardian but also the situation in her unplanned pregnancy. So, but um, yours truly is in my usual uniform, which is my suit. And so uh, by the time, and I was even early to the hearing room. It was very early. I think I got there like 8, 8 o'clock for an 8.30 hearing. And uh, God was just good because the seats were all taken and I was able to find a seat. And uh, right now, I can tell you that I don't know if I would have been able to stay in the committee meeting room if I had to stand, because with this, not only the virus and my recovery from the leukemia, I'm just not one that's uh, able to just stand in one spot for a long period of time. And uh, I had a real sympathy for a lady who um, was standing and blacked out and fell. They had to, they had to recessed the committee for a few moments. Uh, I think she had a diabetic seizure or something, but she was conscious by the time and talking, and I think she knew she where she was at before they were able to uh, take her to the hospital. But I really felt for her because when, when you just don't have the energy, uh, that's the very thing I didn't want to do was just uh, go, go flat out on the floor during the hearing. So, but I was surrounded by... Um, well-meaning ladies, young ladies, students, uh, but certainly I had about 25 minutes of just listening to conversations uh, all around me, and I learned that um, apparently there's something new with Planned Parenthood. I forget the name of it, but uh, they're looking at something like 
next generation clubs in public schools. These are going to be Planned Parenthood um, uh, centered philosophy clubs within public schools. Um, and I, I couldn't recall exactly what the name was, but I had a chance and I was praying a lot of the time or just talking to the Lord quietly to myself because I'm sitting there. I'm in, I'm in my suit. Um, I know I disappoint there's a, I won't mention him by name, but there is one of our advocates from Tampa who's always uh, very diligent to be there, always diligent and has a pro-life sticker. But I have a policy. Um, uh, I don't wear stickers in the legislative process. I don't wear stickers in committee rooms. Uh, And the reason is that um, uh, on behalf of the uh, Florida Ethics Religious Liberties Commission, I work on a ton of different issues. And I'm an advocate, I'm not an activist, which means that I, I work um, um, directly with legislative aides and with legislators to not only understand the principles of Christ, but to understand our worldview as it pertains to a myriad of different uh, issues. And so I just don't wear stickers for things because out-of-town activists that come in, and I invite you to come be an activist. I invite you to put that sticker on. But I know there's always one gentleman that I always disappoint because, hey, will you wear a sticker? I go, no, I just don't do the stickers. Well, and give you an idea today, I didn't have a sticker on because I don't. And as I'm sitting there, um, of course, everybody's very polite. Um, didn't really engage that much with anybody around me because I just sat and listened and I got to tell you that my heart was just, uh, my heart was broken. And and hear me clearly, it's not because I felt sorry for anybody who might not believe as I do as a Christ follower or or someone who doesn't understand uh, life at conception and all of that. It it just was that um, I just felt the darkness. I just felt... um, Uh, Just a little bit of a sadness because these individuals are just as committed on the pro-choice side as our side is committed on the pro-life side. And to just hear some of their conversations, and they had a community organizer, similar to the images you probably remember of Barack Obama, and this person. And I applaud them and I applaud this person because this person was going around reiterating that there should be no calling out. There should not be making any noises, shouldn't be hissing. And, um, you know, I just want to give credit to where credit is due, that as they were working, all of these folks who had come into Tallahassee, uh, the organizers knew that they didn't have the votes. The organizers knew that this was going to probably pass and move on to the full Senate floor. Um, but they were, um, as much as we deal with images of folks that are either on the left, liberal, et cetera, et cetera, and they're always loud and rowdy, and I'm sure this group outside could be real loud and real rowdy and possibly even real name-calling, um, but they conducted themselves um, very, very, um, very quiet and um uh, Uh, very respectful of the environment that we were in with the committee, and uh, I applaud their organizers because they worked hard 
in the pre 20 minutes before the committee meeting started to just really coach their people. But nonetheless, you know, I was um, um, just sort of praying, just Lord, I just wish these many of these uh, young ladies that are here, I, I don't know if they were one time raised in a Christian home. Um, did they come turn away from the Lord? Do they not know the Lord? Just all of that. So I was praying. And so when these, you can just imagine that, you know, I, I'm sitting there. There's a certain amount of us that are here as part of the, the lobbying corps, regular faces uh, before the legislature. So it's always interesting when I'm sitting quietly and I'm working and I'm doing some emails and listening. And so we get into the uh, committee process. And because of the young lady the, who uh, there had to be some time taken out of the allotted time, the committee was to meet from 8.30 to 10. Uh, so a lot of the public testimony um, was not, a, they just didn't have time for it. They registered all the cards. So everybody who wanted to speak, they would be in the Senate record for or against. And they picked a couple of, well, three or four folks from each side. And uh, yours truly was selected uh, on the proponent side to speak in favor of the bill on behalf of the Ethics Commission and our Baptist churches, which I did just very briefly because it was uh, it was a time constraint. But remember the moment, and I've had these so many times, to where outside folks, they don't know who I am, and I have to get a seat in the midst of you know a whole bunch of people in the committee room. So you can imagine that... Uh, when uh, Senator Bennett Crystal said, and next up we have Bill Bunkley, president of the Florida Ethics Registry Commission, and I get up to speak, and I speak in favor, and I'm surrounded by a, uh, a mass of people who are not in favor. It's always amazing to, as I'm speaking, kind of look around and peek around and as uh, – you would not believe all the different expressions that I get. And uh, and let me just say that probably if we've had committee meetings where we've had our uh, the room full of pro-lifers the way it worked out and very lopsided and maybe there's a pro-choice young lady, um, pro-abortion, pro-choice in the middle, and when she gets up, I'm sure our folks will look and go, wow, how 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 can you be for this? And so I get the looks of like, uh, or how can you be against this from our side? And these folks are looking and saying, man, how can you be for this? So just a little bit behind the scenes, pulling the curtain back of uh, sort of not only my work here in Tallahassee, but uh, a little bit of what happened today. And, of course, the bill passed. It's going to the full Senate floor. The House bill is ready to go to the full House floor. And so... In the next, maybe even as early as next week, uh, good chance that I'll be talking about how it's received in the full chamber. When I come back, let's have a little quiet time together. I want to talk about discernment. How do we have discernment, especially in these times where it's he said, she said, in all of the controversies that's going on? That's next on the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Professor Nathaniel Burke from the University of Farmers, Hallowed Institute of Higher Insurance Learning, and this is a pop quiz. True or false? To save money on auto insurance, you must forego an agent and go it alone. Solo. Wits against the world. No compass. The answer is false. 
A farmer's agent is trained by me to save you money. Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto insurance. Find your local agent at Farmers.com. We are insurance. We are Farmers. Coverage not available in all areas. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. I know what you used to do, but now it's time for you to get up and go. Oftentimes in a faith walk, we want God to show before we go. That's not faith. God will say, go, and I will show. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I am Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. We're live in Tallahassee. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Have you ever thought about the gift of discernment? You know, I just describing myself through the years, the one gift that I think that I believe that I've always had is the gift of discernment, and I'm lacking in so many other areas, but I just somehow, with the Lord, the Holy Spirit, um, just when I see something or I hear something or I'm talking with somebody about something, um, it's just always that I've had this sense that that God has allowed me to have a, a certain degree of discernment. And the fact is, all of us need discernment. All of us need to understand discernment. So as we spend a little bit of a quiet time together, uh, having a chance to uh, talk about this, and, and by the way, coming up a little bit later on the program, you don't want to, you don't want to go anywhere because we're going to talk about something with Amazon that they're looking at and proposing and. The question is, is this kind of an alert for a major step of something that could be in the neighborhood of the Mark of the Beast? Hmm. That's coming up uh, a little bit later on our program, so just just put that in the back of your mind for a programming alert. So, have you ever done a Bible study on discernment? Do you know what the definition of discernment is? Well... There's a couple of definitions, and by the way, the Bible is all about us reading, 
meditating and taking in the wisdom of the Lord. And as we look at things from God's perspective and we develop this godly wisdom, which leads to a godly worldview, in here is the subset of discernment. Asking the Lord to give you godly, of a godly perspective of discernment as you go about your daily lives. Now, there's a couple of definitions. The secular definition of discernment is the ability to judge well. The ability to judge well. Well, wow, we've got a lot to judge here, don't we? We've got a controversial president. Um, and there's all sorts of judgment going on about him, which means this is how people are discerning him. Then we've got the idea, did he do impeachable offenses? And we've got a whole population trying to figure that out and to discern that. And, of course, there's a, there's a big rift in this country of, uh, of discerning that answer. So that is, the, that is the secular side of, you know, having the ability to judge something well. To judge it right, to judge it truthful, I should say. Now, how about the Christian context? The Christian con- context is the perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. Let me repeat that. In a Christian context, discernment is having the perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance as well as understanding. And you know, these are very confusing times and Proverbs uh, has illustrated so well, you know. Give an example when your son or daughter comes in and tells you a story. Maybe you've got a couple, three kids. So the first youngster comes in and say, wah, 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 Billy, push me off the, um, off the bike. And so you immediately think, well, now, Billy, where's Billy at? Billy, why did you push your brother Bobby off the bike? Then you hear from Bobby. Bobby says, Mom, Mom. Mom, he tried to run me over on his bike, and he took that new baseball bat you just bought him, and he took a swing at me when he rode by his bike on the sidewalk. And I reacted, and I ran him down, and I pushed him off the bike. Now, you see how you get two different impressions? You hear one side of the story, and you start forming conclusions, which... Got to be careful of, don't do that. Wait till you hear the other side of the story. You see, that's why the evil word called gossip is so bad. Because we'll hear one side tell us their side. It could be your friend. It could be your friend that's getting a divorce. It's your friend that's having it out with another friend or, you know, yada, yada, yada. 
and everything sounds convincing when you hear one side until you hear the other. And, and that's what we've been dealing with a lot on this impeachment deal. <clears throat> not, a, um, not an ability for everyone to, to hear both sides. So as we're going to take a break in a moment, when we talk about discernment, I want to talk a little bit about do you ask God to give you wisdom in all the things that come your way? Do you ask, do you say, Lord, through your spirit, you know, I'm hearing this, I'm hearing the other side. Father, how am I to think about this? How am I to process this? What is the worldview of a Christian that I should pull from the word of God? Where should I pull from as the basis for how I'm going to think or react to this particular situation? And that's where discernment comes in and I'll, I'll give you one verse I'm going to share a couple of more when we come back before we get to the Amazon story um, in 1 John 4 and 1 that's 1 John 4 verse 1 listen to this as we take a break beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from God for many false prophets have gone out into the world the world that we live in this is this is a verse you ought to have on your mirror your refrigerator where you work if you can beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirit, test the situation, test the story, test the where you feel that this is in line and whether this is from God. And know that there are false prophets around me, there are false prophets around you, and in the end times there are false prophets everywhere. Do you tend to believe the first thing that you hear or do you ask God to give you godly discernment 877-943-9673 more on discernment as we're live from tallahassee i'm bill bunkley be right back with srn news i'm keith peters in washington Lead impeachment manager Adam Schiff took a conciliatory tone at President Trump's Senate trial. That comes after Chief Justice John Roberts had admonished House prosecutors and Trump's defense team for using language late during the opening day of the trial that Roberts said was, quote, not conducive to civil discourse, unquote. Roberts' comments came about 1 a.m. Wednesday after another impeachment manager, Congressman Gerald Nadler, charged that White House lawyers were lying. Trump's defense team responded that Nadler should be embarrassed and should apologize to the president and the American people. Roberts is presiding over only the third presidential impeachment trial in U.S. history. Americans are sharply divided along party lines about whether President Trump should be removed from office, and they doubt the Senate impeachment trial will do anything to change their minds. That according to a poll. This is SRN News. 
2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, this is Bob Eubanks. Do me a favor. Don't treat this as a commercial. I want you to treat this as a conversation between two friends, you and me. Now look, if you owe the IRS $10,000 or more, I'm sure you're stressed out. But I've got a solution for you. You see, my friends at the Tax Defense Group can help. This is a family-run business. They do it the old-fashioned way. They put you first, and they never charge a big upfront fee. Now, I've seen them settle for a fraction of what is owed. These are honest, experienced experts who really know how to get it done. The IRS is relentless, so call now for a free tax account review. And remember, there's never a huge upfront fee. Call 855-TAX-BILL. 855-TAX-BILL. That's 855-829-2455. 855-829-2455. If you've got a tax bill that you can't pay, get help. Get help. Get help. There's the tax group way. Landa Lakes Christian School is holding their annual open house Sunday, February 2nd from 1 to 3 at First Baptist Church of Landa Lakes. Come for a tour and meet the faculty. With over 41 years of experience, Landa Lakes Christian School is accredited by the American Association of Christian Schools, National Council for Private Schools Accreditation, and recognized by the Florida Department of Education. Classes are available for PK 3 through 12th grade. Learn more at lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm, the faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Recovery is real. We believe in you. Every day, millions of people celebrate recovery from addiction and mental illness while others begin their journey. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley. We're live in Tallahassee. Uh, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Having a little little quiet time, a uh, little devotional with you talking about uh, the subject of discernment. Uh, do you find yourself jumping at conclusions? Uh, do you find yourself um, just kind of getting involved with a, a juicy little morsel of a, of a okay. gossip, maybe about your pastor Someone at church, somebody at work, maybe a family member. Um, you know, it's something that we all have to deal with. And, you know, Satan is, is certainly a, that roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And the way he can get us off track is in this area of uh, not even exercising godly discernment. But 
You know, discernment is, um, I think it's one of those keys to success. And I can tell you up here, um, um, part of uh, what the Lord has allowed me to learn and to train me is you, you really got to have, again, I'm not an activist in my role here in Tallahassee um, because there's a lot of issues that I deal with. And I may have a senator where they're supporting me today on, uh, on my issue of parental consent for abortion and this may be uh, a senator that tomorrow may be supporting well a bill called the workforce uh, development uh, which if you look in the bowels of that you'll find that um, homosexuality and transgenderness wants to be elevated in the state of Florida to uh, a right equal to civil rights and one that certainly for Christian businesses or even administrative offices for churches, that would be a very problematic thing for them to be able to operate as Christian businesses. But, hey, today that senator or House member may support me on one bill, and then they're opposing me on another. And so that's why the activist thing doesn't work. So I have to have discernment, and I have to ask God to give me discernment oftentimes on how I talk to an elected representative, how I talk to their staff people, and especially discernment when I know that I'm going into um, an office that uh, they have a different worldview than I have. And that's where it's important for me to establish uh, relationships, uh, establish uh, the opportunity for open lines of communication. I certainly don't go into those situations with any kind of a judgmental sort of an attitude or aura against me because um, I'm an advocate for the kingdom. And uh, in doing that, uh, I just thank the Lord Jesus Christ because he's given me such a picture of how he would um, look at, interact with sinners. I'm a sinner, but uh, you know what I mean? People who uh, certainly have thoughts and ideas about eternity and lifestyle and everything else that are quite different from a Christian worldview. And um, if we're going to establish some sort of dialogue, and I hope have respect for me, even though they vehemently disagree with uh, my issues, uh, and I want to have the same with them. I want to, you know, if I, I have someone that, um, you know, and there's something that has happened in a family or something, I want to be able to, to pray if they would allow me to pray with them or to at least uh, express, you know, my concern, appropriateness of condolences. So. As you walk through that environment, you have to have discernment, and you have to ask the Lord. I mean, I'm like, Lord, all right, lead out. I'm, you're the point man. I'm bringing up, I'm, I'm bringing up the, 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 the tail end here, and you lead out, and I'm going to follow your lead. So, and I think all of us ought to have that attitude throughout the day, home with our families as well as, as we're out and about. So we're talking about discernment, and um I wanted to share a couple of verses with you so that maybe you might jot these down. Of course, in traffic, I know that's going to be a little difficult. But um, when Paul wrote his letter to the church at Philippi, um, there is a letter uh, considered one of the books of the Bible. It's called Philippians. If you were to go to the very first chapter in Philippians and um, a sort of a highlight, uh, verses 9 and 10, here's what you would find. And it is my prayer, now keep in mind this is my prayer, that means from the Apostle Paul, 
uh, it is the Apostle Paul's prayer that you that your love may abound more and more. Keywords with knowledge and all discernment. Notice that the translation doesn't just say discernment, all discernment. Knowledge, which is knowledge and wisdom. And then when you take that knowledge and wisdom or you take the verses or you take what the Bible says about something, then you apply it. And then when you apply it, you've got to ask God to give you all discernment. Why? The verse goes on to say, so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Wow. Think about, think about, think about that level of obedience to the Lord. I'll read it in real time. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. And you know, this speaks to our conduct. This speaks speaks to the, the overriding uh, principle in Scripture, which we can have all knowledge, but if we don't have love, we're just another loud, loud clanging symbol. There's a lot of clanging bells in our culture today. A lot of people who are doing what is right in their own eyes, and they'll tell you right away, I've got a right to do this, and I'm right. Okay. You don't have to argue with everybody. Uh, But if you're having your quiet time and you know your scripture and you're yielding your life to the Lord 24-7, you know, you're going to have the Spirit speak to your spirit. You're going to call to mind what the Bible says about whatever that uh, uh, statement is and start giving you that total, you know, 360 discernment on that. But do, do you live your life asking yourself, what is excellent? You know, we make decisions. Well, I think that's pretty good, so I'll do that. Oh, I think that's better. Do we ever, ever give the thought, hey, I, I want to do what's absolutely best. What's best is absolutely purely what the Lord has to say in this situation. And by doing so, I don't want anything to hinder my prayers, so I want to make sure that I'm pure. I want to make sure that I'm prayed up. I want to make sure that if anybody I've offended, I've already gone and asked for forgiveness. But I want to be blameless. Because when you're pure and blameless, it works backwards. Then then out of that, you have better eyes to see what is excellent. And as you walk backwards, then as you can see what's excellent, then you can have the all of the discernment and, of course, the knowledge to put it all together. See, it all is inter- interreact- interconnected, I should say. But realize and ask yourself the question, are you a mature Christian or are you still kind of in your baby steps? 
Because when you're in, in your baby steps, it's a little bit different. Hebrews, and I joined the choir that happened to believe in faith that Paul was the writer of Hebrews. We just don't know for sure. We'll find out when we get to heaven. But uh, the letter to Hebrews in chapter 5 and verse 14 This is what you should strive for if you want to have more discernment in life. But solid food is for the mature. And here we're talking about the mature Christian. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. You know, there's all sorts of temptations. We talked about two media things yesterday. One, uh, Disney's new movie with witchcraft. Telling you that you got to be, you know, come be a good witch to fight evil. (laughs) That's not even near true. How would you know that? How would I know to bring that to you yesterday? Because Hebrews 5.4. I have to be on solid food to be a mature Christian. And for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice. I mean, a constant practice as you interact with things, is this a good thing or is this an evil thing? And remember, you're either for Christ or you're against Christ. There's no in-between. Little things that you wouldn't even necessarily think about. Those are things of the Antichrist if they are anti his word or anti him, his father or his spirit. You've got to discern these things. And so I just, uh, there's a whole host of scriptures. I won't uh, delve any deeper because I want to, got a break coming up and I want to get to uh, another So You Know segment on the Bill Bunkley show started doing these so you know, so you know what's out there, so you know what's being reported, so you know what you might want to be looking out for. And so we have one of those that um, we'll kind of introduce. And, of course, um, we're going to have an opportunity for uh, us to take a break and to come back with some final thoughts. How much do you know about the mark of the beast? How much do you know about this? This prophecy that uh, at some point in time, everything is going to be digitized. You're going to have to have an ID number. And that when the Antichrist comes and after he gets done with his wooing of, I'm the most popular guy on the planet and everybody loves him. And then in this seven-year period called the Tribulation, three and a half years in, man... They find out that they've been sold a bill of goods, including Israel, and then he turns and all hell breaks loose. And the Bible tells us that your name means nothing but your number or your identification about you. Well, that is having the mark of the beast. When I come back, we always look at things that are happening. Can't say it is or it isn't, but I know it's an alarming thing to pass along, just so you know. Amazon is planning to do something that involves a part of your body in order to possibly do business with them in the future. 
How big is Amazon? How many of you are Prime members? How much is Amazon? You know, it used to be Walmart was shutting down local businesses. Now we've got Amazon that's closing down the malls. Closing, closing down many retail businesses. So everybody's dealing with an Amazon. When we come back, just so you know, and so you can be informed. Final thoughts coming up. In addition to that, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley, live from Tallahassee this afternoon. Don't go away. Be right back. This is Bob Eubanks. Do me a favor. Don't treat this as a commercial. I want you to treat this as a conversation between two friends, you and me. Now, look, if you owe the IRS $10,000 or more, I'm sure you're stressed out. But I've got a solution for you. You see, my friends at the Tax Defense Group can help. This is a family-run business. They do it the old-fashioned way. They put you first, and they never charge a big upfront fee. Now, I've seen them settle for a fraction of what is owed. These are honest, experienced experts who really know how to get it done. The IRS is relentless, so call now for a free tax account review. And remember, there's never a huge upfront fee. Call 855-TAX-BILL. 855-TAX-BILL. That's 855-829-2455. 855-829-2455. If you've got a tax bill that you can't pay, get help. Get help. Get help. The Tax Defense Group way. This is Hugh Hewitt for Town Hall Review. If you're like me, you want more than just facts. You want insight from people you trust. People like Dennis Prager, Michael Bedved, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, and of course me, your host each week on the Town Hall Review, a weekly roundup of the news. Tune in each week and visit our website at townhallreview.com. That's townhallreview.com. The Town Hall Weekend Review, Sunday mornings at 4 and again Sunday night at 10 on Faith Talk 570 and AM 910 WTBN. Hi, this is Sherry Brandell, and I'm the visionary of Fashion Meets Faith, and I get to be your speaker at the Ladies' Night Out event for Faith Talk Radio. I'm going to teach you how to look better and feel better, but really how to feel better in how God made you. When I was growing up, I was always the tallest girl in the room, bigger features, everything, and it was hard. But what is it for you? What are those things that you're kind of upset about? Do you look in the mirror and say, oh my goodness, I just don't like the way that I look? Well, you've got to come to this event because I promise you one thing. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body, about the way that you're made. Make sure you get your tickets. And it's at Mission Hill Church. Thursday, March 5th. I can't wait to be there with all of you that night. See you then. Get your tickets today for Ladies Night Out, March 5th at Mission Hill Church and Temple Terrace, featuring Sherry Brandell. And you could win a seven-day cruise courtesy of Travel Cats. Get your tickets for Ladies Night Out at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. 
Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Hi, this is Terrence Howard. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer, but you can prevent this disease. If you're 50 or older, get screened. Please, do everything that you can to stay around for yourself and for your family. Screening saves lives. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, we're back. This is Bill Bunkley live in Tallahassee with uh, another Just So You Know segment. How much, uh, how many of you know what facial recognition is? And uh, how facial recognition is part of the um, enhancement of security protocol? Now, you know that for years we have also depended on fingerprints, knowing that, believe it or not, no two fingerprints are exactly alike, and a fingerprint expert can tell the difference. So you can well imagine, even if you're kind of driving, just kind of hold it up where you see the traffic in front of you, or if you're at home, just take a moment and look at your hand. Look at uh, the inside of your hand, you know, the, the area where you can kind of put your fingers into a claw. And then just look at your hand, look at your fingers, and that you have a unique handprint. Now, the Bible talks about everybody having to have the mark of the beast at some point in time as we get into the end times. And those that uh, are amazing people who look at the, the mathematics of Scripture, we know that seven is the perfect number. And, well, quite frankly, you get into the area of three digits of 666. Nobody wants to have the address, the telephone number, or anything else because that's the sign of the devil. So we know that there's going to be a time. And, and boy, talk about a prophecy that's right in front of us. How many of us have different passwords, different IDs, all this stuff. I, I, I have to keep track on several pieces of paper of what all of my passwords and IDs are. Folks, back in the 70s and 80s, we couldn't even figure out, now how is this going to happen? Kids that are growing up today, like my 14-year-old, it wouldn't even occur to him that this couldn't happen. Of course it can happen because this is the world we live in. Well, now, take this huge mega retailer, full disclosure, 
I buy from Amazon and I'm an Amazon Prime member and so I'm, I'm, I'm you know just 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 very transparent so here we have this mega growing bigger every day this mega online retailer now right now we had a credit card you would swipe it used to be you would put the numbers in now you swipe now you put it in there's a chip now you've got some where you just kind of pass the card in front of a, a plate or whatever and all of that gets transmitted there's still room for fraud Amazon look at your hand the inside look at the uniqueness of your hand Amazon wants to use that handprint potentially in the future to do business with anybody you wouldn't swipe your card just so you know they're wanting you to potentially swipe your hand in the future. And what they want to do is they want to link the appropriate credit card data and information to you, and they want to link that with your handprint. By the way, this comes from the Wall Street Journal, so just want to let you know that uh, this is a real deal, just so you know. And, um, and by the way, they're already been working, beta testing this with the huge credit card provider Visa. They've also briefed MasterCard. They've briefed J.P. Morgan Chase. They have briefed Wells Fargo, they being Amazon. They filed a patent. It's called a non-contact biometric identification system, which has a hand scanner that generates images of a user's palm. You go up and get your Starbucks, your groceries, put that handprint down, kind of like, what was it, Star Trek? Put your hand up, the door opens. All this science fiction stuff coming true. One of the first places they may try it is Whole Foods, by the way. And if you didn't realize it, China, they already are using biometric checkouts in some of their stores. And for whatever reason, facial recognition is not where they want to go. It's going to be your handprint. So the question, just so you know, is this an alert for the coming of the Mark of the Beast? Well... I'll let you think about that. I'll let you have discernment on that. But nonetheless, keep an eye on Amazon because that's where they want to go. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show live from Tallahassee this afternoon. Done our best to keep you informed. Be a good opportunity to, um, even though it's cold, to head out to your local church for your midweek service and prayer meeting. Um, And I look forward to, um, well, bringing you some more of the sound bites of that exciting action of day two of the impeachment trial tomorrow, as well as some of the important issues of the day from a Christian worldview. Till tomorrow at 3, I'll see you bright and early, bright in the afternoon. I'm Bill Bunkley. See you at 3 tomorrow afternoon.